Welcome to the Author Factor Podcast, where we break down exactly how smart business owners and corporate leaders leverage the powerful advantage of being a published book author. I'm your host, Mike Capuzzi, and you're in the right place if you want profitable, nonfiction book writing tips. One of the key to unlocking your company's full potential lay in understanding the art of process. My guest today is an IT visionary who's journeyed from entry-level tech to a leading expert in the managed service provider, MSP, industry. Alan Edwards is the founder of Eureka Process, which helps founders design and lead companies with a human-centered approach focused on values, profit, and growth. In 2022, Alan published his first book, Process in the Other P Word, which provides a roadmap to revolutionizing your company's approach to people and processes. Perfect for growing companies, Alan's book is a guide to unlocking a new level of efficiency and success in your business. Alan, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Mike. Yeah, it's been a little while. Uh, the one thing I didn't share is that you and I work together on this book, so it's been a little while since uh, we've seen each other. You look good. It, so, it was. It, uh, yeah, it's been, a, it's been a journey. Yeah, it always is, right? <laughs> so, Alan, I gave a very brief description of your background and what you do. So why don't you share a little bit more about, you know, what you do, who you serve, and how you serve them? Uh, sure. I mean, I'm in a very niche market. I serve uh, outsourced IT service providers. So if you've ever, like, hired an IT company to serve your business, especially on an ongoing basis... That's my clientele, and that's really who I wrote the book for. Uh, and uh, I might jump ahead here, but I, I wrote the book because when I'm talking to clients about uh, how to make their businesses better, how to make it more efficient, I always end up giving the same first few weeks of information every time, so I put that in the book. And they're always like, well, how do I get started building a process-based culture? And that really has become the crux of what we do. Uh, so that's what... I, it took me four years in business to realize that that is what we are doing when we're consulting our clients, like the business is better. It's like, oh, it's all about process and people. Very good. Now, I think what you just brought up, Alan, is a really key point I want to just stress on and uh, you know, maybe elaborate a bit more. And this is the idea of the fact that you were constantly and consistently sharing the same information over and over every time you started working with a client, which is a very good reason why... In my opinion, you know, creating especially a short, helpful book, it doesn't have to be a 300-page book to do that, uh, is a smart strategy. Can you go a little bit deeper there, um, what that, you know, why that is so powerful for you to be able to do and, and, and literally have it in a book format to give out? Uh, absolutely. This, this is going to be a long answer, I think. One, I had been working in a book for six years, uh, but I have volumes and volumes and volumes of information but it was the realization that what we're actually doing for our clients and had to repeat ourselves over and over again that helped me uh, narrow down the topic and then work with you to, to, to get the book published out into hands. Uh, and so now I have so many benefits from the book. One, uh, new client comes on board. Hey, I'd like you to read this book. You don't have to. Uh, but in our case, it's like a $10 or less investment. But for $10, you can probably save yourself three weeks of consulting. Uh, by getting th these concepts down and introduced to you first. We'll still go over with you in person, of course, and walk you through it, but you'll digest it so much easier. Uh, two, there's a, a couple of different looks of professionalism 
besides being the title of published author, uh, you also have, wait a minute, this guy had to stop and think this far enough through to be able to write a book with structure. And in fact, my first book attempt that was very large, uh, the editor came back and said, hey, great content, no structure whatsoever. When I realized that my entire company wasn't structured either, and I spent years getting it refined so that I could even get this book out. Yeah, and again, another very insightful uh, tip there. Uh, we've talked about it on this podcast with various guests. It's amazing how <laughs> when it comes time, even a short book, which is a lot less content than a traditional business book, you know, how much focus and energy and refinement happens because now you're putting, like you said, your ideas, your thoughts, which a lot of times you'll do kind of ad hoc, uh, maybe in a presentation. But when it comes time to put it in a book format, something I've found, even for myself, magical happens to really get that out there on paper. I don't know if, if well, I kind of know the answer, but I'll ask it anyway. As you were going through the process of writing your book, did you see you know, either holes or opportunities that maybe you wouldn't have seen had you not focused like this? Oh, absolutely. Um, I mean, even though I'd done all this work to get it into a structure and you start writing the book and you're like, well, now that I lay this out word for word, I really need to improve this or I need to make this more clear. We, our book actually had some diagrams in it uh, and some templates. Uh, and I definitely had to, to go back and make those good. And I've always been a fan of execute first, perfect later. Uh, I, I think more people should do that, actually. Uh, but that definitely showed in writing the book because now you're, my perfectionism started to come out like, oh, it's going to be in print for quite some time. Uh, I can't take it back. I can't edit it well or easily afterwards. Uh, and I definitely did that. Uh, so yeah, absolutely. For those who have not yet done it, it is a very interesting process. And sometimes in some cases it can really lead to some big new opportunities that you would never have seen. So I know your book is focused to a target audience. However, there may be someone listening or someone who knows someone. I want to focus for a bit of time here on the book itself. Um, so can you share, Alan, whether it's to your target audience or at a higher level, just business owners, entrepreneurs in general, corporate leaders, what are a, what's a tip or two that you can share based on your expertise that listeners might find useful? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, first of all, uh, I've even had friends and uh, other colleagues and other businesses who were uh, interested in reading my book, and I always give them the caution, hey, maybe not be for you. But uh, honestly, the first two-thirds of the book, uh, I think, can apply to any business and even the first half to any person. Uh, so there's there's definitely value there. Uh, but I think that the two tidbits is one is understanding uh, the problem, uh, and we call it leaky bucket syndrome. I probably stole that from somewhere else and applied it differently. Uh, but the idea is that we have knowledge, we pass it to others. Uh, and that that passing of knowledge is always imperfect, right? People hear it with a different lens, they forget things, they have their own habits. And then in turn, especially as your business grows, that knowledge gets passed, that you pass down gets passed again and again and again. And the bucket keeps leaking. And you cannot fix it. We're human beings. This is how it is. Uh, once you understand that that is the problem we're solving, uh, my solution to that is process. Because if you begin to write down what your expectations are, and my definition of, um, of documentation, first off, is writing down decisions, and of process is a series of actions that lead to a result. Uh, so if you begin to write down your expectations clearly and concisely, uh, and you teach everybody to come back to the writing as a source of truth, 
uh, then you have less and less leaky bucket. They're able to fill their own buckets back up every time. Uh, and I think that's the secret to building a process-based culture. Very good, Alan. So what I'd like to do now is focus on your author journey. And I, you know, I can't believe it's been two years since we worked together. But I recall once the book was published, I recall you sending me some photos of you at events uh, in your trademark yellow jacket with lots of fans who were, uh, uh, had copies of your book and all that good stuff. So I'd like to first start off by just you know, having you share what has worked for you as an author just to get the word about your book out there. I mean, first off, we had a, a pretty solid start that our industry, for whatever reason, is extremely supportive of each other. Uh, and I'm a member of some chat groups and whatever else where it's just us in there. And, and I swear when I said, hey, guys, would you support me? I, I had 50, 60 sales off the bat. That's awesome. Uh, it was, it's, it's so good. Many, I think many of them have written books since and maybe even a few of them have used you to help them do that. Um, I, I don't recall, but... <laughs> And uh, so that was a great big start to help spread the word. And then, of course, doing your basic social media. But really, what I was looking for is trade shows are a pretty big element uh, in our industry. And I hate swag and stuff and business cards and follow-ups. And I found it so much easier to give the book out. Uh, and depending on our, our strategy of the day, sometimes it was I hide the book. And I give it to those who I, I want to give a special presentation to. And in other cases, the book is front and center. Like, hey, please read this because you're not stopping to talk to me. So read this. And if you are the right client, you will identify yourself by doing one of the activities asked for in the book. Uh, so pretty much our trade show strategy is backdrop and books. That's awesome. Uh, and of course, this yellow jacket that I like to wear all the time. Yep. Yeah. Well, it makes you quite visible. And, and, and of course, your, your, your book cover was that, that yellow, so... Uh, uh, yeah, we, we made it match, just in yeah, case. Yeah. Real quick, uh, just want to go a little deeper, just to share a tip with listeners. I, I love using books at events like you described. Like, okay, how many you know, squishy balls and stuff can you give out and candy and stuff like that? So using your book as a trade show and, and doing what you're doing, like either being more discerning and not having everybody get it. I will tell you, if you want to make it you know, a little more generally available. We have done, I've done, my clients I've recommended who do events is a little three question survey card and they just fill that out at the event. Therefore, and, and when they fill it out, then they, you know, you give them the book, but at least it gives you some more data. You're trying to, you know, you're, you're trying to prospect there and say, okay, is this an A lead or is this a C lead? And if you can ask just three quick questions, right? Uh, obviously, you know, getting their contact info, um, is a strategy that I've worked with and used over the years. So maybe maybe that'll work for you in the future. Now, I've got to be careful how I ask this question because we worked <laughs> together in your book. <laughs> but what would you say, Alan, is something either, you know, what during the writing, the marketing, beforehand, just something that you would want to warn others about that it's a mistake you wouldn't make again or you would do it differently, you know, when you do your second book? I, I have some uh, neighbors and friends who I allow to edit my book, and they have and they have the skill set. They do. They have the skill set to do such. Uh, but they really didn't understand as much as I tried what we're trying to achieve with a short, helpful book uh, versus a literary work. Uh, uh, on on the flip side, by the way, I mean they also 
sat me down for a bourbon one night and says, before we give you criticism, <laughs> have this. Uh, and they tore my book apart. And for good reason, I, 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 I'm a pretty good speaker. I'm a pretty smart guy. I'm apparently a terrible writer. Uh, but again, I have generally thought out concepts and principles and it was all fixable, but it was a lot of work to fix it. I am glad I had friends who sat down and said, Hey, you need to fix these things. Uh, the result of which the number one feedback in my book is, is extremely concise. Uh, not, not short, not inept, but it, every word matters, uh, which was a lot of what my neighborly editors were working on. Don't waste your words. And uh, it came out good. Good. And I don't recall, I'm, I'm going to ask one of these questions I don't know the answer to before I ask it, but did we fix it before we published it or for the fix? Oh, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I, I kind of remember I, this. Yeah, I had done most of that before I even sent you okay. my first full draft. Okay. Uh, uh, well, I, I, I learned a new literary phrase or English phrase, which is uh, squinting modifiers. Hmm. I had never heard that term before, but my Grammarly lit up with those with my writing style. Well, you know, I want to go deeper. Again, another just I love these insights because you're sharing something that has tripped up a number of folks, uh, even you know, folks we've worked with. And I, I always you know, encourage my clients to get feedback. I always say make it selective feedback. Yes. Make sure, not, not 20 people, because that's just going to mess with your head. Uh, make sure it's qualified feedback. You know, they know what you're talking about. But also make sure they understand. I just was talking to a client yesterday, and he's like, okay, we're ready to, I'm going to have some of my team review this. I said, hold on. <laughs> make sure they understand the purposes. This is a sales tool. This is a lead generation tool. This is a tool to get readers not to know everything about what you do, but just to raise awareness so they take that next step. So it's a very valid point, um, you know, when you're writing these kind of books that we do. So, uh, you know, thank you for sharing that. Uh, yeah, it was so painful. And I, I rotate my editors. I would have one read it. I would do the edits that I felt were necessary, keep the notes to the rest. I'd have somebody else read it. And every now and then there'd be a consensus and some stuff I didn't change. Like, okay, I probably should change that. And you're, if I, if I remember, you're a pretty technical guy. You're pretty, you're pretty cerebral. So um, I do remember, you know, you, you uh, consternating over things, but uh, I get that. So so, Alan, as we get ready to wrap up here, I'd love to hear what being a book author, getting that first book done, has either meant to you personally, to your business, or to your, your, your audience. Um, I, I think number one was the reason I, the reason I got motivated to finish the idea of a book was I had a client that I lovingly say, um, they took all my advice two years after I gave it to them when somebody else told them to do it. Uh, and in one of these cases, I asked, why? Why? Like, why do you do this? Why do you not trust the guy you, you pay every month to give you this advice? He's like, well, in this case, this guy, he wrote the book on it. And he says, you know, it wasn't just being a published author, but he had to do the work to create the structure to write the book. And that was really what lit my final fire uh, to, to push this, to get through, to contact you, to help me get it finished uh, is have being the authority, not just because it was printed, but because of the work that went into getting it printed. Uh, I think that was number one. Uh, there's definitely some pride involved uh, when, when people go, oh yeah, what do you do all day? And I tell them what I do and you know, they'll say, okay, well, he has a house. He, he must be doing okay in his job. Uh, they're like, oh, published author. Okay, maybe you know something. Um, uh, even though, I mean, in theory, anybody can publish a book. 
but it, it it does look good and it, it, it gives us so much credibility uh professionally and personally uh, it, it's like that gold star sitting beside your name when you walk around it's nice And in your case, when you're holding it up next to your jacket, you just you're very color coordinated too. Well, I, I actually do ask uh, many of my prospects, hey, who wore the jacket better? <laughs> Uh, and it's about 50-50 right now who wins that argument. very good. Well, Alan, I appreciate it. Just remind our listeners who would be an ideal person for this book, what type of business owner, and what's the best way to get it, and what's the best way to learn more about you and your your business. Thanks for asking. Um, our ideal reader uh, is an IT services uh, business owner uh, who's probably a, a phrase I get a lot is tired of babysitting these morons. Uh, I think it's a bit of an exaggeration, but I do literally hear those words in many, many prospect meetings. Uh, I, and if you are just interested and intrigued, I do think there's value in it for you as any entrepreneur or business owner in, in any industry. Maybe the last chapter is not for you. Uh, you can certainly find it on Amazon or our website, eurekaprocess.com. Uh, I find it unique that uh, it's a long book title, Process and the Other P Word, which is also Process. Uh, but you can type in Alan Edwards Process and we come up first as well. Uh, and it's on Audible. And I recorded my own uh, audio for that, which is quite a rewarding experience. Uh, and some people love to listen, especially in our industry, uh, instead of read. The creepiest thing that's happened to me so far is somebody listened to it twice on a plane ride on the way there. And I just imagine my voice in their ear for two hours and get a little weirded out. Yeah, you're the first person to say that's a rewarding process, but uh, kudos to you for getting it done. That is not an easy feat. So, well, listen, Alan, thank you very much. I appreciate your time today. Thanks, Mike. Well, that wraps up another episode of the Author Factor podcast. If you like what you heard, please rate and review us on Apple iTunes. Subscribe, tell a friend, and go grab the notes and extras at theauthorfactor.com. And to learn more about my unique short book publishing services, please check out bitesizebooks.com. See you next time.